Good afternoon and welcome to Montana at Noon. Your Weather Command forecast for North Central Montana says, Today, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers, highs 65 to 70. Northeast winds up to 5 miles per hour shifting to the southwest in the afternoon. Tonight, colder, partly cloudy, patchy fog after midnight, lows around 40. Southwest winds up to 10 miles per hour. Sunday, partly cloudy, highs 70 to 75. Southwest winds up to 10 miles per hour. Sunday night, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 40 to 45. South winds up to 10 miles per hour. Monday, partly cloudy, highs around 75. South winds up to 5 miles per hour, increasing to 5 to 15 miles per hour in the afternoon. Monday night, mostly cloudy, lows around 45. Tuesday and Tuesday night, partly cloudy, highs 70 to 75. Lows 40 to 45. Wednesday, partly cloudy, highs 65 to 70. Wednesday night, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers. Lows around 40. Thursday, partly cloudy, highs around 65. Thursday night, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers. Lows 35 to 40. Friday, partly cloudy, highs around 60. Here are today's news headlines. The city of Haver installed the new stop signs on Friday morning at the intersection of Montana Avenue and 2nd Street. The intersection is now a four-way stop. Motorists are asked to be aware of the new four-way stop in the area of the North Central Montana Senior Center. The new four-way stop was created to help with foot traffic in the area. With White Nose Syndrome being confirmed in Montana bats found at Mystery Cave in the Pryor Mountains, new media broadcasters sat down with Emily Olmberg, disease ecologist for Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, to talk about what WNS is. Sure. White Nose Syndrome is a disease that affects hibernating bat um, that's caused by the cold-adapted fungus Pseudogymnascus destructans. This disease was first detected in the northeast part of U.S. and New York State in 2006, and it was believed to have been introduced from Europe or Asia. And it has unfortunately since caused the death of millions of bats in the U.S. We've seen declines over 90% in some species, and it's caused the listing or proposed listing of several species of bats under the Endangered Species Act. And so at this point, white-nose syndrome has spread across much of North America. There are still a few pockets uh, where we've not yet detected the fungus, but it's moved pretty efficiently since 2006. She also talks about when WNS was first detected. We've been conducting surveillance for the fungus for a long time, you know, since it sort of came on as an infection in North America. We started adding increased vigilance during our cave surveys and things for the disease. We started really renewing those surveillance efforts in 2016. And since then, we have detected the fungus here in Montana. That was the first time in 2020. And then the disease in 2021. And we found that fungus on four of our bat species here in the state and the disease in three of those. Almberg also talks about what these symptoms for WNSR. So the disease primarily affects bats during hibernation. And so when bats enter into caves, mines, or whatever other place they're spending their winter to hibernate, they become infected with these little fungal spores. And over the course of hibernation, that fungus grows and it causes tissue damage and lesions on their wings and ears and faces and tail membranes. And that damage, that infection, causes the bats to repeatedly rouse during winter, which causes them to burn through their fat reserves, which they need to survive during that period. And while some bats are able able to survive, especially if they have only a mild infection, many do succumb to starvation and perish. On September 25th, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is hosting a bear awareness education event in Shelby at the Maria's River Electric Cooperative from 3 to 6 p.m. 
Dave Hagengruber, the Communication and Education Manager for FWP in Region 4, talks about the upcoming event. So that event is just trying to raise awareness of grizzly bears. You know, we'll talk about bears and bear biology and things like bear identification, but also a lot on how to avoid conflicts because it's much easier and much safer to just avoid a conflict by eliminating things that are going to attract bears. Knowing how to avoid a conflict is easier than dealing with a bear once you get into a situation like that. Those things, as well as, you know, what to do if you encounter a bear. So we'll have bear spray trainings. They have a robotic charging bear. People can practice spraying cans of inert bear spray. And then we'll also have to give away, we'll have about 20 cans of you know, full-strength bear spray for the people that go through the trainings up there. So we're going to run kind of a short bear training session at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and 5 o'clock during that three-hour block. He also talks about why there have been so many bear encounters. You know, bear numbers are growing. There's no question about that. They're threatened species, so they're managed by the Fish and Wildlife Service. No question, though, there's more bears than we've had in a really long time, probably more than 100 years. They've kind of recovered their population to the point where we've got a lot of bears out there now, and they're expanding back out onto the prairies. And especially, think of the riparian or the stream corridors, you know, along the creeks and the rivers and the streams. So the bears are coming out of the mountains, out into those stream corridors and just following them out to the east where they've got food and good cover and good habitat. So there's more and more encounters. A federal jury convicted a Virginia man of attempting to solicit a minor for sex during an undercover investigation in Billings. After a two-day trial that began in Missoula on September 18th, the jury found Mark Samuel Baker of Gore, Virginia, guilty of attempted sex trafficking of a minor as charged in an indictment and now faces a mandatory minimum of 10 years to life in prison, a $250,000 fine, and five years of supervised release. A sentencing date has yet to be set, and Baker was detained pending further proceedings. United States District Judge Dana L. Christensen presided over the case. The Montana Department of Commerce, in partnership with Accelerate Montana, has awarded 12 scholarships to Montana tribal citizens in the first round of the Production Assistant Training and Certification Program. The training is a two-day course offered in person or online. Currently, only 68 scholarships remain. Round two of the scholarship application is open now until noon on October 6th. Up to five awards per tribe will be distributed. Some awards will be held in reserve for round three. For more information, contact Tribal Tourism Officer Rochelle Brown at the Montana Department of Commerce at 406-841-2734. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development awarded $60.3 million to build systems to end youth homelessness in 16 communities across the country, including four rural communities. The funding was awarded through HUD's Youth Homelessness Demonstration Program to support a wide range of housing programs, including rapid rehousing, permanent supportive housing, transitional housing, and host homes. YHDP recipients will use their funding to address youth homelessness that is specifically tailored to their needs, including funding for housing units, wraparound services, and housing support. YHDP will also support youth-focused performance measurement and coordinated entry systems. Now let's take a look at your weekend sports update. After losing a clipper last weekend, the Haverblue Ponies held on Friday night to edge over the Lockwood Lions 11-9. Lockwood opened up scoring in the first with a field goal to end the quarter up 3-0. Haver would respond twice in the second, starting with a one-yard rush from Tate Nelson for the touchdown. A two-point conversion would see the Ponies ahead 8-3. 
Haver added a 28-yard field goal before the half to hold an 11-3 advantage. Lockwood would find the end zone in the fourth quarter to draw closer. A failed two-point conversion led the scoreboard at 11-9 until the final buzzer. The win puts Haver at 3-2, heading into their next contest. The East Helena Vigilantes come to Blue Pony Stadium Friday, September 29th. Noah Friedman will bring you all the action on KOJM with kickoff at 7 p.m. The Chinook Sugarbeaters hosted the Fort Benton Longhorns Friday night for the CHS homecoming game. Noah Friedman has the results of the matchup from Hoon Field in Chinook. The Chinook Sugarbeaters fell to the Fort Benton Longhorns by the final score of 54-36 to on homecoming night. Chinook was unable to stop the ground attack of Fort Benton, whose dual threats Cade Ball and Truman Giese combined for eight touchdowns. Chinook got contributions on the from Landon Beck on a two-yard rushing touchdown in the second quarter, as well as quarterback Ryan Bell, who found the Nordbow brothers, Jamison and Jackson, for receiving touchdowns. Cohen Sullivan had another special teams touchdown for the beaters, and Owen Davies ran for 39 yards and a touchdown, but it was too much of Fort Benton on the ground. The beaters fell to 1-3 on the season and will head back on the road on September 30th to take on Broadus in Levina. Reporting from Hoonfield in Chinook, Noah Friedman, New Media Broadcasters. The Haver Boys and Girls Golf Teams started their divisional play in Sydney on Friday, and here are the Day 1 results. Haver Boys are in 6th place with Shane Pattisill with 85 and is a state qualifier all-conference, Reed Cato with 90 and is a state qualifier, Callan Stoner with a 92 and is a state qualifier, Noah Barrett with 97, and Matt Hughes with 99. The Haver Girls got 6th place with Shay Reber with a 93 and is a state qualifier all-conference, Callie Bebe with a 112, Callie Pyrak with a 114, Brenna Hansen with 119 and Tierra Parker with a 122. Stay tuned on Saturday for the final results from the divisional invite. The MSU Northern Skylights opened the home portion of their volleyball schedule Friday night, falling to Montana Western in a sweep 21-25, 14-25, and 22-25. For the Northern effort, Alana Graves made 10 kills for the night, Emily Feller led assists with 17, and Macy Murphy adding 14. Double-digit digs went to Bailey Egan with 17, Josie Hasler with 13, and Murphy scooping 10. The Skylights will be back at the Armory Gym at 7 p.m. Wednesday, September 27th, to host the University of Providence Argonne. And last but not least, here is your sports rundown for the week. For Haver High, golf continues at the divisional meet in Sydney on Saturday and cross countries at the Mountain West Invite in Missoula on Saturday. For MSU Northern, Rodeo is hosting at the Bigger Better Barn. Top four shootout is on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 11 a.m. Tickets are $15 at the door, MSUN students get in for $5 with ID, and seniors 65 and older and children 10 and younger are free. And for Chinook High, volleyball is at Conrad on Saturday. Those were today's news headlines and your weekend sports update. There are no funeral notices for today, so now we'll take one last look at your weather command forecast. Today, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers, highs 65 to 70. Northeast winds up to 5 miles per hour shifting to the southwest in the afternoon. Tonight, colder, partly cloudy, patchy fog after midnight, lows around 40. Southwest winds up to 10 miles per hour. Sunday, partly cloudy, highs 70 to 75. Southwest winds up to 10 miles per hour. Sunday night, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy, lows 40 to 45. South winds up to 10 miles per hour. Monday, partly cloudy, highs around 75. South winds up to 5 miles per hour, increasing to 5 to 15 miles per hour in the afternoon. Monday night, mostly cloudy, lows around 45. 
Tuesday and Tuesday night, partly cloudy, highs 70 to 75, lows 40 to 45. Wednesday, partly cloudy, highs 65 to 70. Wednesday night, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers, lows around 40. Thursday, partly cloudy, highs around 65. Thursday night, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers, lows 35 to 40. Friday, partly cloudy, highs around 60. This has been Montana at Noon. Seven days a week, we are your primary source for news and information. For new media broadcasters, I'm Kendall Brown. Have a great afternoon.